Welcome to Moment Talk. I'm your host, Shiso Moore. We also have our co-host, Mai Tao. On episode 13, we bring on a gentleman called Ying Xiong. This gentleman went to school at the University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. He got his doctor of physical therapy back in 2014. He also continued his journey in opening his own business, and he's the owner-operator of PT Nows. Besides his business, he's also a physical therapist at a school. He provides physical therapy for students with special needs, some from ranging from K to 12. On this episode, me and Maya are going to be asking Yang about his spiritual path, his spiritual awakening. Wow, I'm super excited to jump in and just get on that path. But first, let's thank our sponsors. Today's sponsor is brought to you by She Sells Menswear. Are you looking for the latest trendy men's fashion? Look no further. She Sells Menswear carries handcrafted bow ties, ties, suit accessories, and everyday streetwear. They're your one-stop, mall-inspired men's shop. You can search them online at www.xixomenswear.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Hi, everybody, Mall Men Talk listeners. Today, we have a very interesting guest to join us, Ying Xiong, to just kind of share with us about his spiritual growth, his spiritual journey. Um, I find that this is a very interesting topic in our community, especially because he's a man. Um, you know, we don't hear much about, you know, how it's in the Hmong, you know, they they develop that journey, that spiritual growth to come from where they were to where they are today. So thanks, Yang, for coming on board and willing to share your very compelling story with us. Yeah, um, thank, thank you so much for uh, for the opportunity. I want to thank you and uh, Shiso for uh, letting me come on and uh, share a little bit about this uh, part of my life. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do have, you know, just, I'm actually very curious about this because I myself went through also kind of the same journey, but I'm sure my path and the rocks I stumbled upon is different from yours. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always interesting to um, hear how other people went through it. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, to just start it off, were you... I know that we talked last week, and you, um, your view on spiritual growth was a little, di- a little different from kind of what I, how I viewed it. Um, mm-hmm. Share with us a little bit about that. Uh, my view on uh, spiritual growth, you mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, for me, as I sit to think about it, you know, spiritual growth for me is a process. You know, it's a process of understanding um, what I believe in and then um, understanding why I believe those things. Um, at the same time, um, it's a continual process of uh, renewing, reengaging, and, and challenging that belief. You know, as I grow in other aspects of my life, uh, I continue to uh, challenge that and uh, try to understand how that impacts and how that kind of um, leads or um, affects uh, my daily life. Mm, okay. So when you look at spiritual growth, are you, is this something that's religious to you? Is it not religious? It's just something that you feel that. Uh, yeah. You know, for me, um, I think um, people use different terms, you know, people use the term uh, religious or um, spiritual. Um, I think I would probably go with the term uh, relationship, you know, as I mm-hmm. think about like what I believe I want to, um, I think of it as a relationship with, with um, you know, what I believe. And then um, it's like, like any physical relationship, you 
you grow deeper in that relationship. And so that that's how I would think of it. Mm, okay. Yeah, I actually never thought about that, like in that term or that um, yeah, yeah, relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because... Because I think a lot of times we, we think of, um, you know, a religion or a spiritual uh, belief as a set of um, a set of rules, right? Or a set of, um, or a system of belief in which we engage in certain practices. And um, for me, I think it's deeper than that. I think that can be the beginning or that can be some aspects of it. But to go deeper, I think uh, I would describe it as a relationship that continues to grow and gets deeper uh, within myself. Um, and in, in that impact in, in my life as well. Okay, interesting. Sal, did you ever go through that, self? For my personal growth, you know, or special growth, you know, I, I, I came from a slightly different kind of side. Uh, I mean, yeah, I grew up in a, in a household of shaman. Uh, mm-hmm. But however, I don't practice it. I may be bald as a Buddhist, and I've been to a temple, but at the same time, I've also been to church, but I've mm-hmm. never read the Bible yet. So my mm-hmm. journey for special growth is, is more, it, I would say different, but it's growing, like you said, like a relationship too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. Hmm. I think I have to reassess um, my journey as well. You know, mm. like, was it more relationship-wise? Was it more uh, religious-wise? Or was it, like, spiritual? Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, you know, I think it brings us to a great, I think the purpose of it is to bring us to a better place, right? Um, mm. Yeah. But did you, Yang, did you, did you grow up in a faith-bound or religious home? Or was it kind of just neutral where your family was like, Whatever path you choose, however you want to do this, it's totally up to you. Uh, yeah, so uh, my family was, we weren't a religious family. Um, uh, we, my parents and my family would identify as Christian, and that's how we did grow up. But it wasn't like this thing where uh, my parents made us go to church or anything like that. It was kind of, uh, to them, I think they saw it more like a community, you know, a community of friends mm-hmm. and people that could, that could help and a place where they could go to learn, um, you know, certain, certain things that could be helpful in life. Um, and so whenever they went to church, um, they would ask us if we wanted to go, but if we didn't, then uh, it was never like we had to, uh, we weren't a religious family where we would, you know, um, sit and pray at night together. I think the, the most thing we probably did was, you know, maybe sit and pray for a meal. You know, I think that's common. Um, but as far as like being bound to anything, they never really uh, made us, um, go or anything like that so we, we kind of had the freedom to choose if we wanted to go with them um and if we didn't um they never really made an de- issue about it um we weren't uh we weren't shaman but certainly when you go to certain um things like funerals and um among uh, events then you know certainly a lot of uh, the shaman and, and the cultural aspect comes into play as well and uh, our our family never really had an issue with that so mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so for me, um, finding of, of my faith, it, it was kind of on my own, you know, as a person. Um, and I, when I, when my parents went, I would go to church with them, but really to kind of understand, believe that was kind of my own um, personal journey. 
um, apart from uh, my family. Okay, how did you, I mean, if we were, if we were to talk to a lot of people, I think that, I don't know about you, but like for me, you know, if I was in a room full of people or like 10, 20 people, I can probably say probably just three to five people in that room can, can kind of relate, you know, on what spiritual growth is. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you, how did you get started on that path? And why, why was it important that you did it? Um, yeah, how I got started, I think, well, um, as a kid, I, I had a little bit of background, right? Because I did go to church here and there with my parents. But um, I think really it was when I was a teenager and when I started to ask deeper questions about um, who I was as a person and about the journey that I was on um, as a Hmong person, as a Hmong, Hmong man or a young a teenager at the time, you know, there's a lot of pressure to be, um, you know, to be successful, to be strong, to be all these things. And I think that at that point in life, I, I was thinking about, okay, what's truly my purpose, right? My parents have taught me to do well in school and to, to do all these things that culturally we, we desired um, and socially. Um, but I wanted to go deeper and think about, well, well what's my passion in life you know what's my purpose in life what do i do like do i just go to school get a good job make money and die you know and and as a young person i thought about these things um and so that's what kind of led me to um kind of seeking something that was kind of beyond what i could physically see in my physical world um and i'm i guess i'm thankful that when i was young i thought about those things because it's led me on a really long journey uh, and the journey still continues. I think it's a lifelong process, but it's led me on a really long journey from the time of discovering what I believed in and then um, and then developing that and growing that and kind of evolving and changing as I've grown, grown older. So, um, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's like the biggest question of all, you know, I think that we all have as a human person. Like, what is our purpose in life? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I can see now why you guys say it's kind of a relationship thing. Um, because when you start to go on that journey, like me, when I was doing it, I had to look at myself um, kind of in a different, uh, different way of what I am today, you know, for example. Mm-hmm. Like I had to look at it in a way where I'm like, who do I want to be a few years from now and how do I get there? Um, so for me, I had to know or understand myself enough at the present moment. Um, and I had to befriend I had to befriend the person that I wanted to be in the future. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, um, for me, I think it was different. I think it was actually the opposite. Um, for me, it was I didn't know myself until after I discovered my faith. And then mm. after I went into my faith, you know, uh, we kind of talked about how um, sometimes uh, uh, spirituality or, or religion can be a system of, of, of belief where you do things and you, uh, you get involved, um, but you don't but still, you don't truly understand yourself. So for me, it was like, I didn't know who I was. And so I found this belief and it helped to guide me on a path to the future. But it wasn't until like 10 years after that I was walking on this journey that I really thought, okay, 
who am I inside truly, right? Because for the past 10 years, I found this um, uh, spiritual life that, that helped guide me to where I am now. But now I have to look internally into who I am and try to balance um, that spiritual side of me with the human side of me um, and understand the hopes and dreams that are, are mine and, and then the hopes and dreams that, um, you know, I feel like God has shared with me, what, what my belief has shared with me, and I try to balance those two. And I think that was when I started to truly understand who I really am when I was able to balance those things, especially um, especially the emotional aspect of being a human. To me, that's really important. Um, and I'm just uh, finished reading this book. It's called um, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And it's based on the premise that it is impossible to be spiritually mature um, while remaining emotionally immature. So my journey was like that, where I felt like I was spiritually, not, maybe not mature, but pretty strong. But then when I looked at those other aspects of my life, like my emotional life, my relationships, my family, um, my ability to handle conflict and things, those things um, were not affected uh, while, while I felt like I was a mature um, for me, a Christian, um, those aspects of my life weren't truly affected. And so when I had to dive deeper and look at the emotional aspect of me, that was when I truly understood how to kind of balance my life and, and how to balance my spiritual walk with my emotional maturity. And I think that was really um, what helped me to understand who, who I am. And so for me, it happened in that order. Um, mm. uh, and so that, that's kind of that aspect of my journey. Okay. Did you feel like you were lost? Like you were just a walking vessel mm. in this world before you, did you feel that way before? Before I, before I discovered my faith or during? Yeah, before and even during. Yeah. So before, um, I, don't, I don't know if I felt empty, but I felt like everything that I had been taught was, um, you know, cultural or um, social. And um, I, don't, I don't think I ever felt like empty, but I just felt like I didn't have a true purpose um, mm. in, in that. And then when I did discover my faith, I think I understood my purpose, but it was more of a, a superficial understanding. And I didn't understand it well because I wasn't emotionally developed um, as a person. Um, and I don't think that I truly understood that, um, until, until I really became, uh, more mature on the emotional and the humanistic aspect. And I was able to, um, balance that with my spirituality. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's kind of like you were aligning yourself spiritually, mm -hmm. um, and non-spiritually. Um, yeah, I think near um, the later, you know, as I got older, I was aligning myself spiritually and non-spiritually. But when I was younger, I was only looking at the spiritual aspect of my life, right? And so okay. then that created an imbalance in who I was as a person. And then um, where I would focus 100% of my energy on my spiritual life and then other parts of life um, began to, uh, I don't want to say crumble, but began to suffer and not mature in the same way. And, and I think it's important to, to have both that are uh, mature in order to truly understand um, questions like purpose, um, happiness, um, uh, those things in life. Mm, 
Okay. Can you kind of share with us um, during that time when you were feeling like your life was imbalanced mm-hmm. um, or you didn't know what your purpose was? Can you kind of share with us, like, what was there anything going on in your life at that time that triggered those kind of thoughts? Ah, so, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think that's definitely, um, that definitely hits into relationships. Um, mm. When, when you know, as a young person who is very, who is spiritual and faithful and uh, fairly conservative, um, uh, focusing 100% on my spiritual life left, um, left deficits in my ability to engage in healthy relationships and to, um, to, to handle conflict well. And so when I, when I started dating and when I started, um, you know, being in relationships, I didn't know how to handle the different emotions that come out in those type of relationships. And, um, when uh, when those relationships failed to work out, then I started to think about why they weren't working, right? And, I, and you know, I, I mean, in church, you know, we learn uh, very good principles, right? Like loving your neighbor, loving yourself, um, being respectful, um, treating people well, right? All these things. But, um, but despite that, I did not know how to handle the conflicts within the relationship or how to have a healthy relationship. Um, and so when those things started to crumble, then I started to think and look at myself, you know, introspect into who I am and realize, oh man, you know, there's all these deficits that I never realized were there because I, you know, uh, as a young person, I didn't date very often. And so I never had to deal with uh, some of those emotions. Um, and so I think that's what kind of triggered um, my journey into understanding my spirituality, but balancing it with um, a healthy um, personal and emotional life. Mm, okay okay and because you didn't know how to handle the emotions um did you ever get into a place where you were depressed where you felt like your family just didn't get you you felt like your your um partner at that time just didn't get you did you ever get to the point where you were depressed yeah yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I think that was really that, that trigger, right? When, when you, you start to think about things like, well, hold on a minute now. Like, I've been following God for years, and he's given me a purpose, and he's given me all these things. So why does this emotional, well, so why does this emotional event trigger um, mm-hmm. feelings of depression, you know, feelings of all this um, mental unwellness, right? And, and I start to wonder, right? Because when I look into what, what uh, Christianity teaches, right? It's all about life. It's all about, um, you know, um, life-giving things and eternal life and um, joy and love and peace and God. So how can this affect me so much to the point where I do feel depressed, the point where I do feel, um, you know, all these thoughts that, that are unhealthy mentally, um, and I realized that I could not spiritualize that away. You know, I could not just say, you know, I think in, in the Christian realm, we, and, and not just Christianity, but a, a lot of religions, we, we tend to, um, we tend to say, instead of looking deeply at ourselves and our wounds and our shortcomings, um, we often say, well, you know, maybe you just need to focus more on your spirituality. Maybe you just need to pray more. Maybe you need to study the scriptures more. Um, and I don't disagree that that's a good thing, but there's more to it than that. And it's oh. a human aspect that we have to recognize. And 
um, that is what kind of triggered me to understand, wow, like I have a lot of these deficits um, and that my spiritual life is a component of that. But I cannot deny that um, I have to deal with this also in a, in a humanistic way and balance um, my belief with uh, who I am as a human. Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, because I don't want uh, my faith or my religion or my belief to be like a layer of protection in my life. Right. I want it to be an active, engaging relationship. But um, right. when something goes on, I don't want to use it as a as protection. And people will often talk about this, you know, as a crush. Right. Uh, yes. You know, and I don't I don't think the intention is ever to be like that, but just the very just the very basic belief that that's what you should focus on can sometimes have that effect if we are not um, self-aware of those, those other aspects of us that we need to really look at deeply as well. Right, and I think that if people are not self-aware of where they stand, um, you know, whether it's um, with God or with, or with any other belief, mm-hmm. um, then it becomes, their belief starts to become kind of their excuse. There's, that's just me, I think that. It starts, become, it starts to become kind of their excuse of how they are or who they are, you know? Because um, I'm, like, well, I'm this way because, you know, my practice has taught me to be this way. Mm-hmm. There was no accountability for their human um, yeah, I, natural I mean- built. Yeah, and and that may be true. That may be, um, you know, truly because that's what they believe. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. that's what they've been taught. And right. and I I respect that because you know, um, you know, sometimes that is kind of the belief, right? Where I am this way because of uh, of my faith and my spirituality. Um, and yeah. you know, I think when I was younger, I probably would have said that too. Um, just just not being self aware, right? And so I think it takes. Uh, a sort of uh, maturity in, in the spiritual belief and also um, in who they are as a, as a physical person to be able to uh, look at it and multidimensionally. Um, and even in that, sometimes uh, a strong conviction in the faith um, sometimes will override that, um, that thinking of, of um, personal, physical, mental uh, health. Um, and, and I can respect that too because of, that person's faith and their conviction is so strong that um, that they see that problem as purely spiritual. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, how did you even get started? Though, did you like move out of state and go live in Bali for a couple of years, or like what? <laughs> like, like you mean when I like like when I first um, like when I first came to faith, or 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 later on when I started having relationship problems and, and needed to re- revamp my faith. Yes, when you needed to revamp your your belief. <laughs> you know, you know, I I wish I went to live in Bali, <laughs> but no, uh, that's still on my bucket list at some point in life. Yeah, mine's um, too. Yeah, um, no, you know, for me, um, I was forced to look at it, you know, because I was going through these emotional problems and I was going through depression and all these things, so I I was forced to right. It was like, it was like my. I needed to survive, you know, for me, it was, it was survival, right? Because um, in in my daily job, I work in healthcare. And so um, I started looking at how it was affecting me, not just mentally, but physically. And I started to see um, like how my mental health was affecting my physical health, you know, things like sleep, um, you know, 
um, eating habits, things like that. Right. Um, and, right. I started, and I started, like, it started scaring me, you know, I started looking, I was like, wow, this is not healthy. Um, and so it was either survive, figure it out and survive or not survive. Right. And, and okay. be, because of that, I have a very, uh, strong, um, I'm a very strong advocate of mental health. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And and I went through it, and um, you know, thankfully, I, I didn't have a lot of friends at this time. Um, I had I had only been in um, in Minnesota for a few years, so I, you know, the com- strong community that I had where I came from was gone, right? And I didn't have people to lean on. Um, I had you know family members that that cared about me, but they could, they didn't understand what I was going through spiritually, emotionally. Um, and so I, I did have one or two friends that were able to be there for me and help me through some of those tough times. But at the end of the day, it was either, it was either evolve and survive or, um, stay in this, this really crappy, um, position in life. And who knows where I would be if I had stayed there, you know, um, you see mm-hmm. so much, uh, in today's society about unhealthy relationships and about, you know, um, you know, suicide and, um, murder suicides and and um you know that wasn't a place i wanted to be and so um it was out of sheer um sheer desperation to survive uh, that i was forced to um really grow and and to really um understand who i am and make positive changes uh including uh, my spiritual walk and physical and emotional walk mm-hmm. ah, but next okay. time I, but uh hopefully i get to bali one day Oh, yeah. That's definitely my bucket list, too. I'm coming with. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's all go. We'll Let's all go. <laughs> we have to all go and make that. Right, yeah, right. I, um, I, I've known some people who have been to Bali, and they love it. Um, I think because it's so, it really just means peace. And, you know, just, uh-huh. you know, making amends with yourself, you know, like forgiving yourself. And, like, when, sure. I'm, when, I, when I'm in Bali, that's what I think about. All right, so Yang, throughout your journey, what have you discovered about yourself that you didn't know before you started it? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I discovered that um, um, I, I have a lot of uh, change to go through, you know. I think that when I first uh, founded my faith and when I first began my journey, um, I, I didn't realize how much I would evolve as a person. And that's something that has surprised me. Um, and I think that if you knew me 10 years ago when I f- first started my faith and you knew me now, um, I think you'd still recognize me, but then you'd also recognize, wow, this, this guy's really changed, become a different person. Um, and hopefully that's for the better. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure when you look in the mirror every day, you probably think that to yourself too, like, wow, I've come a long way. Yeah, I do. To be honest, that, that is the truth. And, you know, I, I hope to continue uh, in a, in a positive progression. That's good. Now, Yang, have you found what you were seeking all this time? You know, um, I think that I was always seeking uh, like a meaning and a purpose. Um, And I think that um, uh, that has helped me to find happiness as well. so I think that continues to evolve, but I realized that for me, that meaning and that purpose isn't, isn't something that I, I truly find outside, but it's something that I create from what I believe. Um, and so, for example, what I believe um, 
combined with the balance in my life, I realized that like every day I wake up and what I want to do is to give that balance, that joy, that happiness, that meaning and purpose to the world. Um, and so for me, I have found it in that way. Um, but as I said, I continue to mature and I continue to um, evolve. But um, I would say, yeah, when it comes to meaning, purpose and happiness, I think I found that, you know, in, in the balance of life and in my ability to look at myself, and say, OK, every day I want to wake up and I want to have this attitude, this personality, and I want to reach the world with this purpose and, and happiness that I have. Um, so, yeah, I guess to answer the question, I'll say yes. OK. Is that happiness to you? Do you, uh, do you believe that at this point you love, you found happiness? And of course, happiness is different to everybody. Do you think you yeah. found happiness? Yeah, well, yes. I, I think I have for me, right? And my understanding of it is because um, I used to seek it externally, right? Um, but now, because I have the meaning and the purpose, um, that makes me happy. And every day I wake up with that intention saying, okay, I'm going to go into this world happy. So I'm not waiting for situations and circumstances and other beliefs to make me happy. But because I have that internally, I, I wake up with the intention of giving back to the world, you know, in, in whatever interaction that I engage in or whoever I meet or uh, just whatever I do. Um, that's that's my intention to live that way. And so um, every day is not always super happy, but every day it's my intention to be that way. OK, so it's kind of like you wake up every day with the intent mm -hmm. to live every day. Yeah. And, and Yep. Yep. And I think that the reason I'm able to do that is because of the balance between my spiritual life and my emotional, mental maturity and where I am in life. And I think that that has allowed me to wake up every day with that intention to be happy and not wait for something to make me happy. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. That does make okay. sense. That does make sense. Now, now that you are, you seem like you're a very happy place now where you were before. Now, mm -hmm. can you share how this spiritual journey has changed you and your life, such as your outlook on your life? Sure, yeah. Um, you know, I think initially, um, the way that it changed my life when I first, you know, to kind of discover my faith was that um, it, it gave me a direction um, because, you know, when you're young, you don't, I don't know, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And people ask you that question. And like, I don't know. You know, um, I think that that changed me and it gave me a, pur a purpose in the direction in that way. And so for me, it was um, um, when I began to believe in God and, and have a spiritual life. For me, it was the purpose was to make a difference in the world, you know, to make a difference in some way. And that then allowed, opened up different pathways to um, my career, my um, my social life and so that took me on that pathway and so changed me from a person that was focused on you know um making money um being successful in school um you know pleasing my parents my culture uh and those things and it, it, it changed that into um being able to make a difference so it changed the path that i i physically took um and the funny thing was though it changed that path all the other things that i was seeking those those came along with it. And so um, I'm very happy about that. You know, I'm, I'm very thankful um, for that. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I Thank mean, you. this has been a long journey for you mm -hmm. for quite a while now. And, you know, 
I just noticed that you were on the last trip. You were in Colorado. Is that something spiritually or that you love yeah. to do? Just hiking in the woods by yourself yeah, you or know, with some friends? Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things that have helped me to overcome a lot of challenges in life, being outdoors. Um, you know, there is a, a, a verse in scripture that says that, you know, God's qualities can be found in nature. Uh, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it does say that. And so I think I do, even if I don't directly engage, even if I'm not like literally walking and praying, um, as I take in nature, I take in the world, um, I find it very refreshing, very renewing. Um, so I do travel from time to time. I love hiking, just being in the mountains. And this time I was able to go with some friends, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that is par- partially spiritual too, I would say. And uh, I feel very exhausted but rejuvenated after after something like that Mm -hmm. oh man i i love to hike in the woods man i could i could totally relate i could totally relate yeah for sure yeah to you on that point too and some of my last hike was yosemite uh and that was just solo tripping this and just yep yep i I I was there uh, this summer yeah i haven't been there yet i have to still make a trip there yeah you gotta do it well, you, my, you. my just came back from uh, Seattle, Oregon. I mean, that was a beautiful. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, well, is that uh, something Let me tell you, I can spiritual? totally live there. <laughs> I can totally live there. Um, you know, my, my, we were actually there for my sister's 40th birthday. So, my intent was not to go there to, you know, um, for myself at all. But with me, I anything that even if it's just even if it's just a little park you know with just a couple of trees and birds chirping i find a lot of peace in that um but seattle oh my gosh the colors are out there are so vibrant it was it, my mom didn't like that place at all <laughs> but it's like mom i love it here i could totally live here so i don't know maybe i'll end up in seattle one day hmm. Yeah, uh, I've heard great things about Seattle. You know, um, one one of the things I love about being outdoors is like, I don't know, especially when I was in Yosemite, just just how huge it is. You know, Mm. you stand there and you look at everything and you realize how small you are in this world. And then you realize that this world is just a speck in the entire universe. And so that often makes me wonder and awe about, you know, what else is out there and about the magnitude of, of the world that's outside of what we know. And so um, I think right. that's also partly that spiritual aspect of it. Yeah. Earth's gift to us. Mm-hmm. Well, um, any last regards, Yang, in your spiritual growth? Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, I, I think I just want to encourage people um, that, you know, I think in this day and age, sometimes uh, spiritual growth or spiritual beliefs can, can get a bad rap. Um, and I just want to encourage people on their own spiritual journeys to continue to focus and to develop it and to grow and mature as a human being in, all, in the aspect of spirituality and as well as the aspect of being a human. And I think that's mm-hmm. very important um, to be balanced and to uh, mature in that way, um, you know, uh, um, and to understand that, you know, in this world, there are so many different beliefs and that's okay. Um, and that's okay. You can have a very strong spiritual belief of your own and still respect and love and um, journey with other people through their lives and, and use every opportunity to grow 
and to challenge yourself and what you believe. Um, but don't shy away from spiritual life because I think, you know, um, when we look at history, sometimes it, it has a bad rep or a bad reputation. But uh, just like anything else, if we use it wisely and if we understand it wisely, um, it can be productive and it can be um, a really positive influence in your life and in your relationships as well. So I want to encourage people with that um, to um, develop their mm -hmm. spiritual life and um, look at you know life and, and health as a multifaceted, uh, spiritual, mental, emotional, uh, all these different things. Right, right. And it's a, I think it's important for us to note that, you know, everybody sees spiritual growth as something different. Some mm -hmm. maybe see it as you know, the higher power, like for a big thing, you might see it as God. Mm -hmm. Some might see it as, you know, going to the temple, you know, and sure, sure. worship the Buddha, you know. So, yeah, I think everyone, everyone just really has to find their own journey in this and to find what that means to them. But, you know, we are so happy you found yours. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. I, I am too. It's definitely a long journey, and I hope to continue uh, to grow in it. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure, for sure. Well, we're gonna uh, wrap so this up. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm super, you know, excited to have all of us on and talk about this. Um, mm -hmm. I'm more definitely of a listener. I'm still uh, looking for my path and my spiritual too. Like I said earlier mm -hmm. like, you know I'm, I'm not a very a religious guy you know like i said been to church not read the bible i live in a household mm -hmm. of shaman but i don't practice it i'm bald like mm -hmm. a buddhist but i don't i've been to temple <laughs> you know sure. and i've been to an islamic house i'm muslim and just to yeah. sit quietly but again like i'm open to just see what's out there so sure. that's my last regards and my mm -hmm. anything on your and side no, you know, I think, I think that we painted, I think you painted a really good picture, you know, like if you are pondering that question, what is your purpose in life? Just go seek it, seek it. You know, like the answer is not going to fall on your lap, but if you go searching for it, you're bound to find it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Leave yeah. no clues yeah. untouched. Well, I definitely <laughs> want to um, thank you both, Shiso and Mai, for, uh, for having me on here. And uh, it's been great uh, just talking about this topic and uh, uh, just thank you for the time again. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Thank you. Cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> yep, soon. All right. Thank Bye. You. Bye. After this episode, it seemed like I'm going to be looking for tickets to Bali for a nice long hike and spiritually flying to myself. Anybody want to come with? Even my Yang might want to come with. I'm pretty sure they will, actually. But lastly, if you haven't, check out us on our Facebook at Moment Talk or check us on our official website momentalk.com thank you all for listening who also believes in building family values she believes not only in investing in your future but also investing in your present moment creating time and memories with your family if you have any insurance needs or any questions please don't hesitate to call her at the link below also, a special thanks to DJ Peter for using his beats. You can check him out at YouTube.